All right, well, about time for me to get completely destroyed. I had the advantage last year in this mock rookie extensions. This year, the teams helmed by Dan Feldman and Danny LaRue are going to be in much better shape than I am because there's just not that much cap space around the league, is there, gentlemen? No, and especially not for these rookie-scale players the way we saw restricted free agency go this year. Yeah, that certainly has been sobering with Nerlens Noel switching agents, taking the qualifying offer, Alex Len, Mason Plumley, Nikola Miritich still languishing out there. So uh, not that to give away too much of my strategy, but uh, I think I'll just take whatever offer you guys give me. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get started here with Andrew Wiggins. And it sounds like there's already a maximum offer on the table from Minnesota. But I mean, obviously, Glenn Taylor, uh, since you appear to be taking these over personally, you really wanted me to like meet with you and say how much I care about the team and how I'm going to work even harder and get even better and maybe even spend like two or three days of summer in Minnesota. And I'm willing to do all that, but you're going to have to give me a, a player option. And also, I'm really scarred by being traded by cleveland so i'd like to have a 15 percent trade kicker on that five-year max deal as well that's why i haven't signed it yet we understand that you are concerned and, and scarred by being traded even though we think it led you to a more favorable situation to be with us and have the chance to really shine with more with not more playing time but more opportunities with the ball in your hands we are not we we can sit there and if we're giving you a four-year deal with a player option that isn't as different as the concerns that we have with the three plus one. So we can give you a full five-year deal. We're usually not comfortable giving the full maximum, but we understand that you're going to get that as a restricted free agent. So we will we will only offer you a full five-year deal, no player option, but we will give you a 10% trade bonus if you want that. Yeah, I think, do you agree with me that if I go on to the free agent market next year, that I would certainly be able to get a, a three plus one for basically whatever contract I wanted and that if I'm only under contract for another three years that that could be a big trouble and remember you've got to re-sign Jimmy Butler in two years you got to re-sign Carl Towns like if I'm not in for a longer period of time that's not going to look good for you guys at all um and you might as well it's not like my cap hold is low or you guys can use cap space next year so you might as well just sign me to the extension now I I really would like that player option I, I would be willing to give up on the trade kicker but I, I would rather have the the player option than the trade kicker okay how about this how about we we do the we do the player option but just as a as a little bit of protection for us we do sort of like what the rockets did with james harden back when he was at your experience level which was that it it didn't fully guarantee unless you hit certain performance playing thresholds so just in case this really doesn't work for us then you can opt in but we can get out of it are you kidding do you know who your coach is (laughs) i could i could be dead by the time it's time for me to exercise that player option and that's exactly our concern (laughs) well i'm sure tom Tom thibodeau the executive or or tim thibodeau doesn't believe that players actually get injured more when they play more minutes so he wouldn't actually have these concerns if you want we can also we could also extend the term of it for it won't just be the final year of the contract it can be the final two years to give you a little bit of protection to to kind of widen it so maybe you play 140 games over two years or something like that something where then in case it's you get stumble a stumbling block in the last year you're not completely hurt by it plus you're still going to be young enough that if you happen to hit the market then you'd still probably get a lot of money 
Wait, I don't understand what you're proposing now. So what I'm proposing is that certain thresholds over the final two years of the contract, because a lot of times when these are done, it's like, oh, if you play 60 games in the last year at Vest or something like that, if you prefer it, we can make it playing an average of something over the final two years to make it easier on you. Eh, I mean, it was a much different time back w- with that James Harden contract. I don't, I don't like that as a precedent at all. I, I've averaged 23 points a game last year. James Harden had never even started before in the league when when he did his contract he uh i think that you know i'm gonna just go over your head to glenn taylor anyway and i'll be as obsequious as he needs to have his ego massage that i'm just really a timber wolf for life or whatever the hell he wants to hear from me that he was talking about in the media i i think just a straight up four plus one i'm willing to punt on the trade bonus that's that's all i'm willing to do i think uh and you know you're going to give that four plus one to carl towns and you can't have him get a better contract than me that's not fair to me fine (laughs) that is how this would go so yeah i I appreciate the bend to realism i also appreciate you giving me one win because i'm gonna just get completely hosed uh, on like probably 90 percent of these negotiations so uh, i'll I'll, I'll get out of character for a second and note that i'm still on as as me as danny larue i'm still uncomfortable giving guys who are not no-brainer max guys giving them that extra time i was wrong with demarcus cousins like that worked out really well with him but i'm still not that that comfortable with it but i know what the wolves are going to do it seems like the offer is already there yeah yeah i mean i think that the fact that there have been all these reports in the media that he's getting the max i mean if that hadn't come out i mean i i if i were if we didn't already know how this was going to happen i think actually some real negotiation because we all believe that that wiggins is not nearly as good as uh, i think a lot of people do and uh you know the three plus one wouldn't be like the absolute end of the world to me either so uh and also just that i wouldn't mind being able to trade him and once you do the extension it becomes that becomes much more difficult uh with the base well, year and, and one other thing is the the prospect of giving a guy a shorter term contract is a lot is a lot more palatable now with the designated veteran extensions in place so like if he really does turn out then you can offer him more money than anybody else at that point yeah it's the, that's true although if it's a three plus one he would not be eligible for that extension he would be in the gordon hayward situation for this year but yeah in general if oh, you can true. get if you can get four guaranteed years uh but you you know presumably you wouldn't if he actually got restricted free agency but you know if he has a great year he could always just offer in the max or do a maximum qualifying offer as well and that doesn't have any options on it either that's the other thing so mm-hmm. uh all right uh let's take a quick break here for a chat with our sponsors chat from our sponsors i, I should say and we will be right back as a child, I was always extremely forgetful. I could never remember where I left my keys or my wallet, or I was always losing like my gloves or a hat because I lived in Chicago as a cold climate. Part of why I've lived in Southern climates ever since then is because I was always losing my glove and hats and then my parents would be annoyed with me and they wouldn't buy me another one and then I just had to be cold. So rather than not lose stuff because I was apparently incapable of that, my solution was just to move somewhere warmer. But now I don't lose stuff anymore thanks to Tracker. Eight years ago, they released their first tracking device and they changed everything everything and they've done it again now with this all new tracker pixel the lightest bluetooth tracking device on the market you place that tracker pixel on whatever you tend to lose i've got them on my keys actually comes with a very little convenient attachment for your keys it's really about the size of a quarter 
maybe slightly thicker than that. When you misplace an item that has a tracker pixel attached, you can use your smartphone and a 90 decibel alert. It really is quite loud. It will help you find it in seconds. It even has powerful LED lights so you can find anything even in the dark. If your item is miles away, you can still find it because every tracker user is part of the largest crowd locate network in the world. And tracker's 30 day money back guarantee means you truly have nothing to lose. You can try it out. And uh, if you're like me, I'm sure you'll lose something in those 30 days and you'll find it because you have the tracker pixel attached to it. The way to get started to them, go to the tracker, T-R-A-C-K-R.com. Enter that promo code CAPSPACE. That'll get you 20% off any order. So you can get multiple. That 20% off will still apply. Once again, that's the tracker, T-R-A-C-K-R.com. Enter promo code CAPSPACE to get 20% off any order. That's the tracker.com, promo code CAPSPACE. All right, in case it's not clear, by the way, Danny will be doing the Western Conference teams, Dan, the Eastern Conference teams in concert with their geographic distribution. So Jabari Parker here with the Milwaukee Bucks. I understand after two torn ACLs, it's not realistic for me to get the max. I would have been asking for the max if I hadn't torn my ACL, but I certainly understand if you're not willing to give me that. But Milwaukee, you don't really have a chance of using cap space. My cap hold, uh, because now they've, I was the second pick in the draft, is going to be 20 million next year. So only 5 million less than the max anyway. But, you know, I, I think there could be a deal to be made here Milwaukee you know if you wanted to give me some guaranteed money still but maybe you can get me at a discount if things work out you know I'm a high character guy you know I'm a worker you know I'm uh I'm gonna come back from this as good as ever so Jabari we were so sad to see your ACL injury for what it means for you for what it means for our team and that's why we're not gonna mess around we're gonna start with our best offer that we can do right now now if you don't want this we understand and our hope is that you come back next year and earn a lot more and we'd be glad to pay you but right now with two ACL tears just the effect that has had on other players career like we can't do too much for you but we could do four years 30 million fully guaranteed uh declining salary so you'd get more up front 30 million could set you for life like there's a chance like this just derails your career this is life-changing money uh, but we can't commit more than that right now uh, no, you can't pay me $30 million a year. That's more than the max. <laughs> How about $30 million over four years? Yeah, all right. We're not even in the same ballpark at all. I mean, I, I was thinking, you know, I might be willing to go $20 million a year, maybe a little bit less than that uh, on potentially a shorter-term deal. I mean, it, it's not like I haven't been making any money so far. So I'm pretty much close to set for life already, especially because over uh, this next year, I'm going to get paid a little bit more than I would have under the rookie scale. I have already made a, a close to 25 30 million in my career so it's not like i would lock in for my ability to get mega money and, and so i think because you guys are in a bit of a, a problem here where you could be right up against the tax again like it does behoove you to try to lock me in for a number that's good but i mean there's no way i'm going to take less than you know solid starter money here and i think i have the potential to be much better than a solid starter but it's not like you guys are going to have cap space going forward here anyway with some of the commitments that you've made so you might as well i think try to uh get 
get me for you know what could end up being a bargain yeah you know it's a risk i realize that it's a risk for me too because i could come back play well next year and then get a max offer on the restricted free agent market yeah if you play well like we would we would match a max offer and be thrilled with that but at this point just the effect that two acl injuries have had on other players careers uh michael red and uh um uh and josh howard like we just we just can't commit more than that right now like we need to see it and and the faith we have in you is why we were offering you so much uh, but we can't really go beyond that yeah but that offer by the way it would never happen in real life i mean they're just you you had to know there was no way i was i was gonna take i mean it's got to be at least 15 million a year otherwise you know he's he has no incentive really to, to listen at all so uh I, I mean i think even if he it'd be interesting to see even if he just like comes back and like doesn't play that well like someone would offer him like one year 50 i mean think of like greg odin for example got like one year eight million when he like hadn't played in like two years uh from the blazers when he was a restricted free agent uh wasn't that his back. qualifying offer if i remember right um i don't think it was that high i think he got i think he got more than his qualifying offer was my recollection but in, in any event uh all right we're not gonna be able to make it a, a deal here clearly and that's fine that's what the restricted free agent process is for but I mean, that's not enough if i'm jabari parker especially to lock in for that long over four years uh let's get to another injury case joel <laughs> Embiid here and this one my cap hold's going to be about 18 million you are a team philly that is trying to use cap space next summer most likely should have about maybe 25 million to use or so once robert covington gets renegotiated and extended uh but what kind of an offer are you willing to make for me well you have never been healthy for an extended period of time and so uh uh, we are concerned about the risk of that, uh, but I guess our starting offer would be four years, sixty million, uh, with some triggers for for games played for those final three years. All right, so the max I could get is sixty million, not sixty million guaranteed. Correct. So you, you're willing? I mean, you saw how well I played. I mean, you, you you agree that even at the level that I, even if I don't get any better than I got last year, oh, I'm yeah. a max player, right? It is yeah. as long as I stay healthy, I'm a max player. Like I've demonstrated. Yeah. that i'm that good absolutely no question about what you bring when you're on the court uh, a lot of questions about how often you'll be on the court yeah so there that would be extremely fool again and i've made a reasonable amount of money already as a top three pick that would be extremely foolish for me to opt into that i mean you, you would have to get into the 20 million a year range before even talking and i mean can you really take the risk philly of me signing a three plus one elsewhere i mean because i'm a good enough player that if i even play 50 games this year i'm gonna get that offer you, you agree with me on that we do uh but w if you stay healthy we'll be there at that five-year max offer and if you want the three plus one if you're that desperate to get out of philly you know we'll take our chances on that you seem to to like it there and we also think uh three years from that we'll be in such good shape that there's no way you'd want to leave and if you keep it up if you keep playing well you know we, we'd have the uh the designated player rate to be able to offer you we just we think the odds of losing you if you stay healthy are so low uh, but here's one thing we'll throw out there and you said 20 million was like the minimum what would you think of something that starts at your what your cap hold would have been which is about 18.3 million uh max raises and some type of, of unguaranteed triggers for the final two years instead of three yeah you know i, I don't think that's that's gonna get there i mean i i think what i might be willing to do is 
if you wanted to give me the make me your designated player but if you wanted to make the last two years non-guaranteed based on games played that's something and that it would trigger if we played a certain number of games you know a reasonable number maybe you know 55 60 games something like that over the the in the year before that or an average of 55 in the two years before that that i think i would be willing to do yeah that that's too high for us i mean even last year your breakout year you you barely played 30 games it's just too much for us to commit now but if you stay healthy this year we'll be there with a big contract all right, well, uh, you can look forward to me getting a two plus one on the market then because uh, you're not going to want to give me the maximum qualifying offer. That would cause my cap hold to shoot up to the max. You need that extra seven million in the space. So you, I wouldn't count on getting your uh, that extra seven million or so between my cap hold and the max to work with necessarily. Uh, I think that's a very fair offer in terms of two years non-guaranteed at the end. Um, that really would protect you and allow me to get, you know, like changing money so but uh it sounds like you're not even willing to go anywhere close to that i I admit we are a little more intrigued by that than expected so we came into this thinking like okay it's got to be four years because we're not willing to max you out but but to get that fifth year you know there is we are a little more intrigued by that than we expected i'll say uh yeah well and i think also also it would have to be an agreement to that you know i if i qualify for the 30 percent max i would get it yeah so like i was kind of wondering when that would come up Uh, that that's probably a too tough a pill to swallow for us because because you get to the the point you made that if we give you the maximum qualifying offer it hurts our cap room uh, and so so you know it'd be having a similar effect there'd be some concern there it sounds like it sounds like we're a little closer than we started uh, but i don't know if we can bridge this gap yeah and i think that's realistic too because they they're going to need that extra seven million in space uh you know and i think this could be one of those ones where they get the wink wink andre drummond type of deal you know i think that that's probably where this will this will end up and maybe that that wink wink deal would include something along the lines of what i'm talking about uh with the yeah. uh but you know it, well, it's well, uh yeah go ahead well well the problem with a wink wink deal now is that like Embiid's health is so uncertain i could definitely see a wink wink deal uh come next may or june that like hey don't freak out like we got you uh, yeah. if, if everything goes well but to do it now uh is it would be kind of scary yeah okay so no deal with jo- joel Embiid, orlando aaron gordon uh, dan felvin quite busy here danny do you want to weigh in just on these last couple of negotiations and any thoughts on how those went i think that's about how it would go maybe i'm not sure Embiid would be as comfortable throwing on those non-guaranteed years at the end of it though i thought that was a nice negotiating strategy just to kind of get the ball rolling yeah but I just, well i mean I, to, to get the max though I mean, that's like, that's, 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 you're getting the max for three years before that. So, and and fine, if they cut me, I'll go somewhere else, you know, at at that point. But I mean, and the only way that they don't give me that is if like, you know, if they're not going to cut me unless like my career is just like totally over by that point anyway, probably. That's fair. Uh, And then with Jabari, I just think it's too hard to get to a number at this point. My offer would have been closer to 15, but I understand what Dan was getting at. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right though. Dan Dan uh, doesn't understand the human factor in these. Despite despite his constant protests that uh, we'd like to bring you back. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if I 
you tell me if the Bucks are going to offer Jabari four years guaranteed, and you tell me who's more human. Yeah, I, I, I bet you they will. They would offer him four years, sixty million. Wow. I, I, I think they would. They would absolutely offer that. I would offer him that if I were them. I think. I mean, you would have to know how his recovery is coming along here. Right. I mean, and again, maybe they're yeah. with the injuries for us because we're working with more uncertainty than the teams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, Aaron Gordon, this might be one where I think we could have a little bit more possibility here with my cap hold and alfred payton's cap hold orlando you're really not gonna have cap space anyway uh, next year so that that's not particularly a factor and i think that i'm young enough that there are some teams that, that could really use like brooklyn for example could absolutely use a, a player like me who can defend a, on the perimeter uh i think that denver could really use a player like me as well there are a lot of teams that need players i know i'm still more of a four but they can defend some of the best guys you know i can credibly match up with a lebron james or a Kawhi leonard uh, uh, with uh, my size on the wing or, or a, a kevin durant uh, whereas you know and there's probably only 15 guys in the league like that and then you know i still can play the four very effectively on offense as well and i have a lot of room to grow as well yeah so here's here's the issue we didn't draft you and to the, commit to we you, meaning the jeff weltman regime yes. in orlando yes so we have a new regime uh, we can't really put our stamp on the team this year because of how, how we were left. We're not sure we can do it next year, but but soon enough, like we, we'd like to start remaking this team how we want to remake it. And a big extension to you is going to limit our ability to do that. Uh, so just to be perfectly clear, it's going to have some, to be something that's value to us. And if you play well this year, like if you, as we evaluate you up close, if you're somebody we want to be part of the long-term future, then absolutely, like we'll be interested in restricted free agency. We don't want to close an doors here but right now we were thinking something like four years 50 million man uh, yeah like you're just unless a guy i've been starting for two years now basically like the, the idea uh, you have to know there's no way i would take that right like i mean why even why even make that offer if you're not getting the 15 million a year with these offers there's just especially for a player like gordon who has some unique skills a lot of upside very young as well as one of the youngest guys that, that's been drafted in the one and done era so i i really that's just an insultingly low offer uh it is 15 yeah. million i'm sorry 15 million per year is that your number that would be the first offer i would consider not insulting it, it really would probably <laughs> need to be you know i would say you know i realize i'm not a max player like that's that i understand uh, although i could potentially get there with my athleticism and you know if it, and i mean i realize i haven't shot well yet but if i get to the point where i can just make an open three and be like a, a great role guy great transition player one of the most athletic guys in the league defensive stopper i mean that is a player that could be extremely valuable and you know if i fulfill my potential even 20 million a year is probably a bargain you know i'm thinking like 19 18 maybe 17 would be the lowest i would go well you know when you evaluate your own game i think you leave out some of the some of the flaws uh, a big one that that i think you're kind of hinting at the other way is yes you can credibly match up with those bigger small forwards but your ability to chase some of the smaller small forwards around the perimeter is is lacking uh and so we can't play you at small forward too much it's got to be against the real big ones or or even like your supposed skill there uh kind of wears down so i'll, I'll tell you what 
I'm going to tell you what we wrote down as the most we would offer you. Our, our final point, and I'm telling you this because it's just below what you said your low point was. So you tell me if, if there's room for you to come down just a little bit. But what we wrote down for your final best offer, four years, $65 million. I'll tell you what, if you can give me a player option on the last year, because I think I'm going to really explode here. Like, I would like to be able to get back on the market. I can be very young. If you can give me a player option at that level, then you got yourself a deal. How much more would it have to be to not include a player option? So four for 65 is basically a little over 16 million a year. I think you'd have to get up to 18 million a year. Tell you what, we'll do 470 without a player option. Oh, I'm looking down the list of teams that might actually give me a better deal. Yeah, I think I got to take that for four for 70. Uh, and, and I think Orlando could end up getting a, a very good deal on that. But that the amount of money that that is, it is life changing. I'm still a young player. I could get back on the market again. And that is above average starter money. I, I have not proven to that level yet. Maybe I never learned to shoot. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I, I will begrudgingly take that offer. Uh, what do you think of that negotiation, Danny? I was surprised that you got to a number, but that's about what I would expect for it to be. I mean, Gordon is arguably one of the most interesting guys in terms of this because there are so few teams that are going to have a lot of money, but I could see him being interesting to a lot of them. Like, my group of teams doesn't have many power forwards in it, but it was a group that I, when I was looking at the teams, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe Chicago, maybe Brooklyn, maybe some of these other ones, like they would be interested in somebody like him. Yeah, that's what kind of spooked me a little bit because I wrote down, I really wrote down 465. I wasn't BSing there like as the max offer. But when you started to bring up those other teams that that would have cap space, like, oh, that could kind of be an interesting fit. And that worried me a little bit. I'm also personally a big fan of his and think his year at small forward was just such a waste. And that now that he's going to play more power forward, I could really take off. And, And like you said, with his age as one of the youngest players drafted in the one and done era, like it was very important to me not to have a player option on that last year yeah yeah i think that and that's certainly something that he would get on the restricted free agent market it wouldn't shock me if he gets a little bit more than this uh but i do think they will actually agree on something I mean, maybe this current regime doesn't like him as much and, and but he is still a player where this is like what rookie extensions used to be in before the cap explosion where it's like all right this guy he gets some security probably a little less than he could expect to get on the open market if he has a good year but maybe he doesn't have a good year you don't know maybe there just won't be the market there there are only five six seven teams that have cap space and good teams aren't going to wait around for a restricted free agent so you know now you're kind of limiting it to like philly or you know san antonio has space but they're not going to wait around the lakers they're going to be going for bigger fish maybe they would circle back to someone like that later uh but you know chicago absolutely could be interested in they'll have a a ton of space brooklyn like some of those teams like he's young enough to really fit in and, and maybe grow with them so I, I think this one is good I, I had to kind of swallow hard but a lot you know agents are gonna have to do that now because this is this 2018 cap environment is gonna be rough i i did a post on patreon yesterday which you guys can check out patreon.com slash duncan larue for subscribers looking at how much i estimate each team will have in 2018 and that's before any of these extensions and it's only about 307 million league-wide and what was the number that you had before tw- the 2017 offseason danny 400 yeah and then 
and it was like a billion in 2016. It was a billion. Right? Yeah. yeah. It was a billion, then 400. And then I had it at 400 for the upcoming season. But again, that doesn't include extensions. And I think there were a couple deals that got signed after that. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a rough year. And then what's the other thing that I should mention with this, and I'm going to write a piece on this too, is it's narrowly concentrated. So what that means is it's going yeah. to depend a lot on what those teams prioritize. And so some of these, you know, like even, even good players could just get, get hurt by it. And as we've talked about, all three of us have talked about in various com components, the restricted guys are still screwed by this process. So it's very possible that a couple of those teams will take themselves out of it, like the Sixers will take themselves out of it before the restricted guys even really get their chance. Yeah. And there's a lot of player options too, that even could get into just for one example, Indiana, right? I have them projected for 51 million, but with, if Thad Young and Corey Joseph opt in now they're at 30 million, you know, and Dallas with West Matthews, 18.6 million. I don't see him opting out of that necessarily. So they're down to 17 million. Uh, yeah, they're, they're or if some of these restricted free agents sign or like San Chicago, Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. San Antonio, right. LaMarcus, Danny Green, Rudy Gay, if those guys all opt in now they're basically at no space as well rather than the 40 million that i had them projected at so if anything it's going to get tighter i think uh, than it has been i'm glad you brought up danny how few teams have cap space because i think that's a major question that nate's going to repeatedly have to ask himself during this is well what if my guy isn't liked by these very few teams that have cap space like they're you know maybe he's worth it overall and in general teams think higher of him but only a few of them actually have the money to do something about it and so I think, you know, not for us, but in real life, uh, this is where tampering becomes so important, where you can maybe reach out a little bit through some back channels and talk to teams and, and see who they like, who they don't. It doesn't even have to be tampering. It just can just be conversations with agents. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. but, so, but speaking yeah, speaking of tight and speaking of concerning limited markets, let's get to Dante Exum. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Utah, like, how are, how are you feeling about me? You got Ricky Rubio now. He's only around for two more years. I, I had it. I did what I was supposed to do in summer league. At least I realized I was an old player for for summer league. But I'm still pretty young overall. Uh, what kind of an offer are you willing to make for me here? So we're optimistic about what you can be. There's a reason why we drafted you fifth overall and we're one of the few teams that draft like that drafted you and we're pretty we've been pretty stable throughout this time and we, we still like you but the problem is we're not convinced that you can be the higher end of what we drafted for you so what we're willing to do right now we, we expect that we can wield the match rights if we have to and we'll see what the market is for guys for guys of your ilk but what we'd be willing to give you is some real stability in terms of a, a, a more of like what you could call if you want to call it quote-unquote backup money but good backup money and so we're, what we were thinking was either a four-year deal around 28 million dollars so that would be a little bit less per year but a longer year or three years for about 24 million dollars you know this is a case where i still think i do have the upside i still have great quickness has flashed a lot defensively as well the ACL certainly set me back, but didn't have any injury issues last year. So I think I, I'm beyond that now. So I realize that you can't give me a big money deal at starter money right now. Like I haven't proven that much. So what I would like to get instead is the ability to get some more guaranteed money, but also to recalibrate that if I become the starter. So what I would like to do is get a two plus one in the $30 million range. The thinking being as follows that you've got rubio for two more years you could then move 
that would give you me for a year beyond that at very cheap money if you think i can can become the starter and then if i do become the starter and play for a year at 10 million then we can recalibrate that and pay me more fairly uh when i opt out so that's what i'm thinking of like a two plus one 30 million that also much less than my cap hold for next year it should be 15 million we could start it lower if you wanted to uh and that could give you guys some more cap space for next summer which you actually could get to having some flexibility as you move on from Derek favors you've got all these other nine guarantees like jerebko yudo and cephalosha that's not a deal that we're particularly interested in we thought that our offer was was very fair in terms of what you've actually produced and that going to a two plus one is not only more player friendly because that gives you leverage in case this works out but it's also more money more money than we had offered on a three-year contract so if you wanted to do a two plus one we would it would be at less money so we would say that would be about 12 million for those first two years so we could do something around six million a year so then maybe it's like three years 18 but we understand that you might not want to accept that so we're holding firm at our offer if you want to take it we'd love to have it but if you don't then we will happily wield our match rights if you can secure a good offer and you play well enough to deserve it what if you we do that three years 24 million on on a two plus one that no. I, that i would do that's that's the best i i can't go back to my client who's the number five pick in the draft and lock him in for three years making less than uh double figures there's just no way he can take that i still think that's a deal that that gives us both something that's fair at that point i i just don't think that the upside the upside of it because you can just get out of that deal and you'd be an unrestricted free agent and you're not we don't think that you're going to be at the level where an extension or anything like that would really be possible so we would we would be in the same situation with gordon hayward where we're basically bidding against everybody else so we would we're we're comfortable in offer now if you wanted to do a three plus one on the lines of of our four-year offer that we might be more amenable to maybe drop that like a million or two total and then we'd be okay but not on a two plus one that's just too short for us yeah um okay that's a, then we don't have a deal okay dan what do you think uh the jazz also have here you're, you're cutting out dude i can't hear you yeah, I think that's reasonable. Uh, I mean, the Jazz also have Neto. Uh, they have Rubio. So, like, this is not, like, a highly important negotiation. I can also see Exum uh, wanting more, wanting that flexibility. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who we got next here? Uh, Marcus Smart in Boston. Boston projecting to be over the cap so his 13 million dollar cap hold doesn't really matter very much we'll assume for these purposes that the Kyrie Irving trade has been consummated since we're recording this a little bit before it's airing Kyrie is on the team what kind of an offer you want to make uh, for Marcus Smart extremely versatile defensive player who can also uh, run the team as a uh, backup point guard yeah we also you know have some other versatile players on the perimeter uh, like Jalen Brown and and Terry Rozier we have in the pipeline as a backup point guard but we like you we do want to keep you uh, and that's why we're offering you a four-year 40 million dollar extension you know that's that's not bad again though a guy who's drafted this high difficult to just lock in that hard so I, I would be willing to do one of two things if you could get us to 12 and a half million per season or give me a three plus one on that 40 million dollar deal huh that's interesting uh is i'm not sure which of those we would prefer well hopefully it's not neither <laughs> no I, I i think we're gonna find a deal uh why don't we do four years 44 without the option no it's got to be one of those two there's no middle ground no <laughs> so it's 440 with the option or 450 without correct and how old are you 
Still pretty young. <clears throat> I was a really, really young sophomore when I was drafted. That's right. I, I can tell you how old I am. Just give me, give me one second here. You are 23 years old. Yes, thank you. And if you're torn and you have to pick one, I slightly prefer the option, but I would take either. I am torn. And a player with my defensive versatility who doesn't totally suck on offense, I think that's like that's pretty good. Like a, a quality backup point guard who can also defend basically three and a half positions. Like I'm definitely... A, a player who this is what i'll say about my restricted free agent market there are a lot of teams that could really use me just because i can defend so many positions like if you have a hole anywhere at basically one through three i can be useful for those teams so i think my market could be bigger than maybe some other players yeah but there are still so many rough edges around your game that i'm not sure anybody's gonna be super excited about you like teams would like to have you sure and so would we i'm just not sure there's going to be that team in this tight market that's super excited speaking out of character slightly uh, i think both those offers are good for boston Uh, we would accept either one Uh, i'm not sure which one is better but i hmm. all right we might not have cap space for a little while anyway i think we'll do the 450 yeah i mean really the only opportunity cost there is luxury tax or i mean you're probably not even going to be able to use the full mid-level uh i mean it's so. that's part that's part of it it's more so about uh again out of something we wouldn't tell you what do you have more trade value on yeah i mean that's that's really the number one thing uh the luxury tax matters and and all the rest of that matters but the number one thing is what is your trade value maximized on uh and so we'll we'll do it without the option okay so four for 50 for marcus smart and and i think that's good because smart probably doesn't really have the upside to be a starter uh just because of his offensive limitations him having him as your starting point guard i mean you're really going to need a lot more around him and then he can't really be as much of a shooter off the ball either at least where he is right now so but he does have this amazing defensive versatility so I, i think as like paying him as kind of a super sub type of guy i'm actually pleased that that i did this well i thought i did okay uh, on this one he might not see it that way uh, but i think this is more than fair money to get like super high-end backup money because i'm just i'm not sure how much upside smart has left to explore here i just i don't know if i believe in his shooting or ability to get much better as a scorer either even if his defense is like really really good so uh i'm happy with this deal uh i don't know if he would be but uh yeah i think i think this is a reasonable i didn't expect a number like like you know i didn't expect an agreement here but i think that's about the number that would make it happen and smart now has more volatility in terms of his outcomes for this year not only because of the possibility of the trade but moving avery bradley and all this like he could just maybe have more of an opportunity to shine than we expected i mean i don't think it's impossible that he's their starting off guard for for most of the year yeah i mean i think they're gonna bring him off the bench to start but if jalen braun can't deliver you know that's certainly possible um lakers julius randall are you willing to make me Are you willing to make me any offer at all? Yes. Yes, we are. Uh, So as you know, we are in the business of trying to secure two maximum contracts and you have a $12 million cap hold, 12.4 to be specific. And we are open to the possibility if we have to, that we would like to bring you back and that we are intending to, that if we needed to, to clear that money, if we can't get over the hurdle that is Jordan Clarkson and Will Dang's combined contracts, that we would even just withdraw your qualifying offer. We would be willing to make you an offer that would kind of cult cut the risk on both sides and so really what we're 
thinking of is a deal where we're we're giving you money that can be value. You got drafted later than you thought. So we're thinking of something more in the three years, $24 million range. So then you're getting a lot of money locked in. But for us, if, if we need to move that, we feel like we can make that happen. And we understand if you want to hit the if you want to hit the market, you might even hit the open market that you're not willing to accept that. But if you're willing to take an offer like that, we have it for you. Well, Randall certainly just being realistic here would never take something like that. I think he's actually going to have a really good year this year because with Brooke Lopez spacing the floor for him and Lonzo setting him up, I think he's actually going to look really good. Um, so he has actually shown his ability to, thing, yeah, go ahead. The other thing that's big with Randall is I, I alluded to this in my kind of description thing is he has a very real chance of becoming an unrestricted free agent. And that's not the worst thing in the world for him. And it would happen early yeah. on, assuming the Lakers get their guys. So you Usually you would think about this as a risk premium more for the player than for the team. But in his situation, you could see waiting as as opening up other opportunities for a team like Brooklyn or something else. Yeah, I mean, there's no way that basically any player drafted in the top 10 is going to agree to an extension. Probably that that's, I mean, unless there are very significant injury issues, uh, that is less than eight figures. And, and Randall's not going to do that. And and this, they're not going to agree on an extension. So no, I, I, think, here? I think we can move on. Uh, Nick Stauskas, uh, can, Philly, can I just, you, th- yeah, can I just throw something out there real quick? I'm a sure. little surprised the Lakers even offered one because not that it's yeah. a huge risk, but like, yeah, what if he breaks upset? his leg again and now you right. got no way to get rid of him? Like, I mean, it's just the the risk is too high. He's it hasn't well, looked my, that my good. You still got him as a restricted free agent. My intention with that was to basically trade him as soon as humanly possible because I wanted to give a number that I thought another team would be like, ooh, we could take him, like the Pacers or somebody like that, and just take him on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you run into the basier issues, but if there's a team that has enough space then right yeah no uh in our exercise but if they're going to go that route like they should trade him now there's no reason he couldn't just sign the extension after the trade with his That's new true. team they should yeah. trade now <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I just don't think there's really much of an much of a market out there. I mean, you're not getting a first round pick for him. That's so, true. Uh, I, I would be surprised. Maybe at the very end of the first round or something, but uh, probably not even then. Uh, okay, Nick Nick Stauskas. I think we could probably make this one pretty quick. Philly, are you willing to make me any kind of an offer at all? No, thank you. Okay. Uh, quite realistic there. Portland with uh, Noe Vonley, number nine overall pick. We would offer you something like five million a year for three years, but the last year being non guaranteed but we assume that that you're not interested in that yeah i mean you know i think i'm actually gonna play this year i could be the starting power forward all year and i think i'll have a chance but also like the the fact that you brought in swanigan and collins behind me that kind of really annoys me you know i'd like to be somewhere where i'm wanted and certainly that kind of an offer is not enough to where i would be interested although i mean realistically he should probably take that because i don't think he's any good but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, he, I, he I, would not I take actually, that in real life right exactly like i feel like in a different world there would be a way to make this work just because he's a talented enough player that he can be a low-end like kind of kind of like if Brandon Wright were ever healthy just like be a low-end rotation player but it's just yeah. but I, you just don't see guys take those kind of offer sheets or, or sorry uh extensions yes no I, I think that's right uh Alfred Payton in Orlando 10 million dollar cap hold Aaron Gordon has already agreed to that four-year 70 million dollar deal what do you want to offer Orlando I mean I, I came on really had a bunch of triple doubles at the end of uh, 
last year. So what do you got for me? Yeah, we're just making ourselves miserable with these negotiations because we really want to build our own team. But uh, we are willing to we're not sure you're a starter in this league. We are willing to pay you like a really good backup. Uh, so four years, 28 million. Uh, it's not paying me like a really good backup. Now look around. Look at backup point guards around the league. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to be enough. I I mean, I was thinking, like, I'm better than Dennis Schroeder was at this point last year. (laughs) So uh, something along those, I I realize it's maybe a little bit different of a market than it was. uh, But you're going to have to get to, like, $15 a year, I think, before I'm willing to think about it. So we can talk a little bit more in the realm of good backup pay. uh, But we're not going to surpass that. So if you're not even in that realm, I, I think we're probably done. But if you are willing to come down... Uh, we could discuss in the in the, in the range of what a backup, a good backup point guard makes. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been starting for you guys for two years, so not for us. <laughs> uh, the Orlando Magic. Hey, Matt Lloyd is still there. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you're just you're not going to get there. I mean, maybe if you were in like you know twelve and a half, thirteen million, something like that, then I might have started to think about it. But if you can't even get close to there, uh, yeah, yeah, our best offer is four years, thirty six million. Yeah, no. If you, you can't even get to uh, eight figures, no way. Uh, let's let's just move on here. I I think you, I think that realistically, I think that's too low of an offer. What do you think, Danny? I think that's a little bit low, but at the same point, they're locking into Alfred Payton when we don't know exactly how good he is. Is I I, I just don't see the benefit, and I don't also don't see what his market's going to be. I guess because I mean the teams that have space aren't really point guard hungry. Oh man, he'd be a great fit in Chicago once uh, Chris Dunn is terrible <laughs> this year. <laughs> That's just so mean. So no, I, they, have I, to, they have to draft Trevon Duval as well. Yeah, yeah, just another non-shooting point guard. I actually like Peyton a decent amount, and don't you know? Think he has a decent chance to become a a reasonable starting point guard based on production not upside uh, and so i might go higher but i'm trying to emulate the magic here a little bit like the previous regime uh, at least if you include the coach seemed to be split on him i'm not sure the new regime wants to tie themselves to alfred payton like having him as your backup like it's not even a lock you want to pay him good backup money and like have him in that role long term but if you stomach it, it's okay because you get this upside of if he becomes a starter like it's great value but short of that i I just I don't see a rush to want to commit to him uh, because if you do, uh, then it inhibits your ability to get a different point guard who you might believe in more. Yeah, it's uh, going to be an interesting point guard market next year. Not a ton out there, and so it's it's going to be difficult for. Uh, I mean, but a lot of teams are locked in on their point guards too. So I think it makes sense. You always got him as a restricted free agent if he has a really good year. But I think this is one of those ones where if he just plays for this year like he played the last two months of last year then you you really like blew the chance to lock me up at like you know 12 to 14 million a year and, and get a start i mean that's that's kind of how these work right like all right i'm like demar Derozan, right like wasn't worth that contract when he got it for nine million a year or whatever it was and then ended up being well worth it and, and was able to opt out so uh Conley was the same yeah the, the uh, although issue... i don't think he opted he didn't he didn't have a chance to opt out but yeah I mean, well, no, but the, I mean, this, yeah. the same in terms of not worth it, then worth it. Right, right, yeah, yeah. The issue with that logic is even if Peyton plays that way, like we haven't really seen how a good a team with Alfred Peyton as its starting point guard can be, or whether that team can actually be good. And so you're locked in, and it might be decent value in the abstract, but like this team just might need a bigger retooling. Yeah, that could be the case.
Flowers are about romance, if it's your significant other. Flowers are about romance, if it's your significant other. Or showing how much you care on special occasions. And Pro Flowers makes it easy for you to surprise someone right now. They have a special offer for Dunktown listeners. You can send their colorful rainbow roses, which I actually just got from my girlfriend about three weeks ago that she really loved. And you can get 20% off either those rainbow roses or any of their other unique exclusive bouquets of $29 or more. I'll be honest with you, sometimes I don't understand the fascination with flowers, but I do understand that they are a great way to show your affection. And I do understand the great value and convenience that Pro flowers offers what's more their flowers are guaranteed to stay fresh for at least seven days or your money back they come with very simple instructions for how to keep them in great order they give you this packet of plant food you just cut an inch off the stems add in the plant food right away do it again about halfway through your week and they will last at least seven days or of course your money back it's more bloom for your buck so when you get started with Pro Flowers, get 20% off your rainbow roses or any other bouquet of $29 or more. Go to proflowers.com. Use my code CAPSPACE at checkout. That's easy to remember because we talk about CAPSPACE all the time on the program. All one word. That's proflowers.com. Code CAPSPACE. Don't wait to make someone's day. Doug McDermott uh, in Oklahoma City. What do you think of me at this point, OKC? I, I, I'm with Paul George coming in. You know, I kind of, I, I think I played like 20 minutes a game for you guys. You do need a, a lot of shooting. I'm going to be in competition with Alex Abrinas this year. I've never really been a starter, but, it, you know, I might be willing to agree to a contract for like good backup money here. We're in a, a crossroads for a lot of different reasons. And we also have some great players on a roster now with Patrick Patterson being more of the stretch forward which we thought of as an interesting role for you, but Patterson is certainly more established and can fit in there. And so what we're thinking is we would like to, you know, we'll, we'll still see the restriction market, but we'll offer you three years, a total of $20 million as a kind of a, a, a value estimate for what we think you could be. You could absolutely outperform that. You could also underperform that, but we're not willing to go any higher than that because we don't know exactly what you're going to produce. Remember, you were a part of our rotation last year, but you didn't really get that much of a chance in the playoffs. And we've gotten deep deeper since then so i think that's a totally fair offer for you but we understand that if you want to make a bet on yourself we just won't pay you that right now so what is the offer three years 20 million hmm yeah fuck it i'll take that okay <laughs> what do you think what do you think dan yeah i think that's a little generous for mcdermott but i'm also i don't think the... they would offer him that much i really don't i was originally going to do 315 and i thought that was insulting yeah, I mean, it may be, but I also think Doug has a little bit different mentality than a lot of these guys. You know, I don't think he necessarily sees himself as some future superstar. I would be very surprised if OKC makes him any offer at all, uh, just due to their potential tax concerns next year, if they are able to bring back Westbrook and George, and then if they can't they're going to want to just hit the reset button completely um they also are going to want to get try to get a veteran extension for jeremy grant in he'll be higher in their priority list than mcdermott most likely uh so yeah i, I this is one that i think would not be happening and uh you know i don't think there'll be a huge market for him especially much above five million a year so yeah that's actually i'm ecstatic about that i mean kyle corver just got three for 22 and corver is like uh, even at this age is a billion times better than than doug mcdermott so uh yeah Corver's, sign me up for that corver is also old enough to be mcdermott's dad so 
Yeah, I'm not as sold that Corver will be better over the next three years than McDermott, and that's not a compliment to either. <laughs> no, it isn't. Uh, but Corver is like passable defensively, whereas I mean, not individually, but at least as a help defender. Whereas McDermott has, has not shown that ability. So no, I'm I'm actually ecstatic about this. I, I would be surprised if OKC made that big of an offer, even if perhaps McDermott still wouldn't take it. Um, no, that's uh, I'm totally good on that. Uh, okay, Dario Saric was the number twelve pick, but is not included here because he just was a rookie last year this will be an interesting one uh, zach levine in chicago yeah interesting is in the eye of the beholder uh just another injury where it's so tough to to gauge what to do with it uh, but apparently bulls here we really like you and see your value as like right up there with one of the, the league's all nba caliber players uh so i guess we have to offer you a lot now uh but even with your injury like we are still concerned we haven't seen you back yet uh so we'll do four years 48 million yeah i mean if it's not going to be over 15 million a year you just got no chance at, at getting me i mean he's probably going to be asking for 20 frankly which is unrealistic uh me as his more realistic agent what i would agree to you know if you're if it's not gonna be 15 million a year then forget about it i mean i averaged we, like 20 a game last year by playing a lot of minutes and taking a lot of shots we would that do, was pretty efficient though actually if well, you look at it sure efficiency okay uh but it was also in part because you played a lot of minutes uh yeah and you know and your game is based so much on athleticism that's why his injury is particularly worrying uh but well, I, I guess that's not even true. Maybe your game is not based so much on athleticism, but you previously had a lot of athleticism. At least your <laughs> potential was based on athleticism. Uh, we would do $15 million a year. We'll do four years, $60 million, But we need uh, to put in some type of benchmarks in, in case your your career has gone south as a result of this injury, uh, that your final year is not guaranteed uh, unless you uh, produce at a certain level. Yeah, that's not going to get it done. I mean, I, I might start to think about that if I could if it were all guaranteed and i got a player option on the last year uh, again i mean that's still i think well below what i have considered my market value to be but the other issue too i mean breaking character for a moment is that his cap hold is low enough to where i think the bulls are trying to use space next year so they would be would rather would rather just kind of hold on but you know if i come back this year and i am the same guy and it sounds you know that it tear happened in like january or february it sounds like i could be ready pretty close to the start of the season so if by the end of the year i'm looking like the same guy i think you could be blowing it here in terms of uh giving up a chance to get me at a discount and, and you obviously think i'm good uh, i mean this is one that wouldn't shock me if it gets done and it wouldn't shock me if it's more quite a bit more than 15 million a year uh but i i agree with you that would probably be foolish from the bulls but you know they got the guy as the centerpiece of this trade yeah somewhere as a mix of what i think the bulls are thinking and how i would view it which is always how you have to try and balance these i think four years 60 million is right on the edge but with it fully guaranteed is probably just outside it yeah and then the player option really makes it too yeah the play the you, player guess, option yeah. push yeah pushes it to 460 without yeah. the option like i would have to think real long and hard about it but with the option if that's necessary to be in your range of acceptable it's not for ours yeah i mean you would you would have to get up to 17 million a year without the option yeah and i think that's too far very well uh phoenix tj warren ah <sighs> this is a hard one so you're turning 24 pretty soon so these will be kind of your last real pre-prime and then early prime years 
And your cap hold is, as the last pick of the lottery, is still pretty high, 9.5 million. We don't know exactly how much space we're going to have to work with. So we like you, but we also need to see you prove it. And we have a lot of guys in our front court rotation. So we're thinking about offering you three years, 16 million, as just kind of a, a, a valent that we think that even if you're our fourth forward, that you would be worth that. But we're not willing to go any higher than that because we have four forwards ahead of you. And we think so. That's that's where it is. Yeah, no way i mean it's just like again this is another one of these ones where like maybe if you could get into like 9 million a year 11 million a year depending on like the option status and the length of the contract that i might be more interested but it seems like especially now that you brought in josh jackson that you don't believe in me as a starter i think i can be a starter in this league i think i can be a high scorer and uh you know not not interested in anything along those lines fair enough uh the 15th pick with atlanta adrian payne was then traded to minnesota had his option declined he's now actually on a two-way contract i forget who signed him on a, on a two-way Orlando, contract. Orlando. that's right yeah so let's move on to another really interesting one portland with yusuf nurkic uh, but first let's do a quick commercial All right, we are back now for Yusuf Nurkic and Portland. You were able to get off that crab contract. You still have some some tax concerns, and I think if I have a great year this year and you guys have a great year, uh, you know, you might have to pay me more than you really would like to. So you, it might behoove you to try and get a deal now. We agree with all that. You're also younger than some European-born players who came over. You're only 23 right now, so that's that's a benefit for us. It's not like Nikola Mirotic who's a much older guy as a restricted free agent but the concern for us is this you have did well in your 20 games with us and you did well in your rookie year i think that's underappreciated how good you were then but the rest of the time is of a concern and there's a big risk there for us so here's what we, we want to do something a little bit different with you we know that you are a very proud individual and you deserve that pride so we don't want to make we don't want to make you an offer that we that you would find disrespectful so instead what we will do is you can make us something that you would that you would accept and we will tell you if that is close enough to what we would have offered and if not then we'll just let it go and we'll match your offer as a restricted free agent well i'm not gonna mess around too hard here but i'm a starting center i played very well as a starter the team played great when i was the starter you have no way really to replace me being capped out I saved your season last year. So you're going to need to pay me like a starter and good starters around the league are getting more than 15 million. I still have some upside left to explore as well. I showed great passing vision, running Terry Stotts' offense, which uh, people didn't believe that I could do. Your defense was much better when I was on the floor. The rebounding was much better. So I'm looking for 17 and a half million per season. For four years or for five? Well, you can't do five. So, because it, it would oh, have right, to be right. the the designated player, unless I were to reach restricted free agency, then you could offer me five. So four that's years, right. seventeen and a half million. Okay, so that was actually that's closer than we thought. So I think we can get to an we can get to a point here. The number that was kind of on our maximum end at this juncture was it was and is four years, sixty five million. If you're willing to take four years, sixty five straight, no options, we can get a deal done right now. So seventeen and a half. That would have been we seventy. That's seventy. That's four seventy. So it's so it's about a million a year less. I mean, I got to make as much as Evan Turner. Evan Turner he, was a free was, agent in the glorious market of 70. 2016. That's that's a, that, that, that year doesn't count. I, especially for us. We know that year doesn't count. It doesn't count <laughs> on our books. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we split the difference this way? You give me four for 70, but we can make the last season five million non-guaranteed. Deal. 
yeah so just to be clear that's not five million is guaranteed and the rest is not guaranteed it's you know 12 million out of the 17 million or whatever it would be is is not guaranteed or is not is guaranteed and then the other five million is not guaranteed okay i did not expect that negotiation to happen as cleanly as it did the center market is scary man i'm actually i'm surprised you cheap asses offered that much uh I, I yeah. Think, because yeah. Well, let's 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 have Feldman talk about it because I'm sure he thought about. This yeah. One. I was gonna say it seems like decent value. Like I've been a Nurkic fan, and then he fits so well in Portland. It, I am a little concerned about his mentality once you give him the money. Uh, but I also just thought the Trailblazers could maybe put the screws to him a little more just because of that center market and, and how things are going. And look, if this works out well and he plays well, and the Blazers become a better Western Conference team, then you run into the point where centers don't matter as much when you're playing the games that matter most to you uh, so there's a little unease there i still think it's kind of worth it uh but i also think maybe the blazers could have done a little better uh, to get more value but i don't think this is bad yeah i, I think that this is fair i mean getting more than 15 million a year is okay i mean what do you think Nur- nurkic is right now in terms of center is he like the 15th best center in the league or something probably around there if if he plays the way he did i mean and also with the injuries as well i mean he had that torn patellar tendon had the stress fracture in his leg uh, i thought it was uh, we'll see actually yeah, I, I, I thought I'm, you were gonna ask for 20 and i was gonna say hell no that's exactly what i thought was gonna happen here no i mean especially with centers like you gotta be realistic at this point i mean maybe i mean what do you think if you guys had to guess you think in real life this gets done i do i think he asked for 20 and the blazers say hell no <laughs> I, yeah i mean they, they think definitely brought in zach collins and maybe swanigan to a lesser extent with the idea that maybe they can step in if if these negotiations don't work out right like i i think there's a, a chance that they they want to use this year as an evaluation because that was a point i i wanted to like lay into is the idea that he had 20 good games for them but 20 games is not enough to build like this idea because this is really their last opportunity but the problem for the blazers is that they don't have any other options they don't really have this uh, you know other than the picks that the guys that they already have on roster and if they lose Nurkic then they're just going to be meaningfully worse like it's not like they can fall back yeah. I, I get they can get a mid-level exception guy I guess and that could end up being somebody decent but it's going to be older and all that kind of stuff and they don't have forever with Lillard and CJ locked in on their roster so yeah. so two things one to me and I don't know what the Blazers are thinking but to me uh, Zach Collins and Swanigan are more about Ed Davis and and, and uh, uh, Noah Vonleh being on expiring contracts, though not that it couldn't factor in with Nurkic. And then the more we talk about it, maybe I would be more apprehensive about paying Nurkic just because his value is, is peaking right now. Like he's coming off the small sample where he was awesome. Uh, what are the odds his value is this high next summer? It's, to me, it's kind of like the opposite of, of Aaron Gordon, uh, well, which is a reason well, I want to be I disagree with that because Nurkic in their system and the fact that their front court is, is really shaky. I mean, like Aminu, if he has a better year, and all that kind of stuff like I could see him getting a fair amount of credit for it because you know you, we saw what the Blazers were last year and it's like hey look at what this guy did and it only takes one team like that's right. uh, it's, it's hard so like yeah I, I could totally see this going to restricted and then the Blazers getting burned by it kind of like the the Thunder did with with Canner because of Neil Olshay I could totally yeah. see that happening and I also think that's part of the reason why I was a little bit more there because I could see Nurkic being the guy like we're I, I don't consider Embiid this he's a totally 
totally different thing. But I could see Nurkic a team be, like the Bulls or whoever just being like, oh, well, he's he could really make a difference for us. I like that Canner comparison. So I'm looking at this right now, and, and please, as we go through the negotiations, forget that I said this later on if we have any more centers to do. <laughs> but of the teams that have space, Atlanta, the Lakers, potentially, although I don't see them as a Nurkic suitor. San Antonio, potentially, I don't see them as a Nurkic suitor. And then maybe Phoenix, so they may not even have the space. That's pretty much it in terms of teams that need a five that are going to have any kind of significant space next year. So I'm, I would be very surprised if there's a team that gives him an offer um and so i i'm i'm happy to get this they're really i mean and then you consider that like you know nerland's noel is going to be out there going to be other centers available uh the league is saturated with them so to expect that you're going to be at the absolute top of that center heap and you're a restricted free agent so you've got that impediment and the team doesn't even know if they're going to get you it's really hard to see where the offer is coming from for him uh that's going to be more than the middle exception so i think he should be happy to get that Okay. Uh, Gary Harris in Denver. Oh, Jesus. This, this one, <laughs> this one is me very interesting. I, I, I think my chemistry with Nikola Jokic is awesome. I am a good defender out on the perimeter. I shoot the ball extremely well. Just two-way guys on the wing are so valuable in today's NBA. But I will let you guys make me an offer here, Denver. Just for a quick note, my cap hold is... About 7.7 million. Yeah, but pretty low and Denver in terms of their space next summer depending on what happens with Mason Plumley, they could have 20 million in space to work with next summer although once Harris's extension kicks in and once Jokic his extension kicks in or if not extension uh, then their contracts as restricted free agents then maybe you know this is not a team that's going to pay the tax almost certainly so it's kind of difficult to use that space but they could still have uh, some pretty good flexibility there right and that flexibility is a part of what we're thinking is Denver because we just don't really know what this team is going to be with Paul Millsap and because we had that big changeover last year we started the year with Nurkic and Jokic starting together and then everything else so we do really like you but the other downside for you Gary Harris is that you're going to be coming out as valuable player in a very saturated shooting guard market you have Avery Bradley you have Contavious Caldwell Pope you have Danny Green all three of those guys are unrestricted free agents all three of those guys are probably ahead of you in line and all it takes is one of them going to a team like Chicago to really narrow your market so we love you and we we will have you will be a member of the Denver Nuggets moving forward but we know that committing to you now really does narrow our options so we what we're willing to offer you is a deal that is averages 15 million a year we think that that is completely fair for you four years 15 million we will not give you a player option that last year and if it goes a lot higher than that it's just not worth it for us because we might actually use that money to get that last piece that we really need to become the best nuggets we can be it is surprising that a team named after gold is not really willing to ever pay the tax um yeah i mean you're, you have to do better than that i think just in terms of my two-way ability on the wing you know kcp for example as a restricted free agent which he turned down and i think i'm every bit the player of kcp better offensively certainly with my shooting that and 
better cutter again my chemistry with these guys is great he turned down five for 80 as a restricted free agent and so that's 16 million a year and i think i'm better than him and that's when he actually had gotten a restricted free agency so but there, uh, there are yeah. a couple i there are a couple of important notes there the differences one he was on detroit a team that was capped out so they didn't have any flexibility they weren't losing anything in terms of opportunity costs not only because of that but also because he was about to be a restricted free agent for us we have we lose that for the whole for basically yeah, the whole you're year. not going to use that space anyway like Jokic is going to get the max so that's I mean consider it this way right let's say you use that space so now you're at the cap with my cap hold and with Jokic's cap hold those cap holds combined are about 10 million and the two of us together are going to get at least 40 million that's very conservative so there's no way that this team Denver is ever going to go 20 million dollars over the tax like you're just not going to use that space there's no way so you might as well just try to deal with me now and get me on a good deal because you're going to be even if you don't use that space you're gonna be right up against the tax anyway so if i get a big offer then you're really in trouble so if you take that five years and 80 million and extrapolate it over four years that would be four years and 64 million dollars we are willing to extend that offer to you that's an extra million a year over what we did before and if you want, we'll give you a 5% trade bonus, even though we expect to keep you. I would do that number with a player option, or I would like, or I want 18 million a year. So that'll be 72. Yes. Let's do 68, 468, final offer. No player option. So that's just uh, 17? Yes. All right, you got a deal. What do you think, Dan? Uh, so I think this is kind of the opposite of the Nurkic situation where I think this is probably worth it. I think this is definitely worth it. Uh, but I thought the Nuggets did a much better job of of using their leverage. I think this is just great value for Denver. It makes sense for Harris. Like if you want the security and you never know what will happen. Uh, but I think this is a fantastic deal for Denver. One interesting thing I would do if I were Denver and this happened is I would actually consider front loading this contract just to then in case you end up re-signing Millsap. Because I don't think that would even push into the tax that year. And I think... I think that would actually be a way of handling this. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be they're going to be pretty close to the tax. Like they, they are going to have problems with the tax next year. I think. I mean, unless they could get off a of Darrell Arthur's contract, and that's Fareed. that's assuming. I yeah, think they'll get Fareed, off Yeah, I mean, or, or this also assumes that Wilson Chandler opts out. If he opts in, then they're they got another thirteen million to deal with. Also, uh, and then you still got Jamal Murray coming at, at some point here too. Um, the, the the fact that you went through that whole negotiation impressive. I missed part of that. I was very impressed that that whole negotiation took place without the name Tim Hardaway Jr. coming up. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, again, there. I was looking through the teams. Who's going to give me an offer? Maybe Dallas. But what you said about, you know, maybe the Lakers, if they have to circle back, they don't get their guys. Maybe Philly. But what you said, Danny, about that two-guard, three-and-D market being saturated is an excellent point, and that kind of scared me a little bit. So I, I was willing, willing to do it because i just you know that's still life-changing money and maybe i don't have as good of a year this year the defense i have a good defensive reputation that hasn't really shown up in the stats yet so i mean now there's no way he should get less than nurkic uh but i thought i got you know did, did pretty well there on nurkic so uh, it's this is he'll probably get more than this i would think or want more than this he probably would not agree to this i took it just because i'm so pessimistic on that market next season and then you know you never know what could happen in terms of injuries or i mean the other thing too is there's they've got a ton of guys still on this team who could play his position you know so he may not play that much there's just a lot a lot more risk but mostly in that 2018 market 
All right, let's move on to Toronto. Actually, has two guys here, uh, Lucas Nogueira and Bruno Caboclo. Are you willing to make any offers, Toronto? Uh, Bruno, uh, no thank you. Uh, Bebe, uh, we're going to make you the type of offer that players never accept, but we're just going to throw it out there. Uh, three years, $8 million, fully guaranteed. So it's a little bit above your minimum. Uh, you're, you, know, you have that guaranteed NBA salary coming in. Uh, it's not a lock that you are on NBA rosters throughout that period otherwise. Yeah. I think he's an NBA player. Actually, he played pretty well as the center on that bench unit, though with Kyle Lowry and backup or, and Patrick Patterson on that unit. That seemed to be all they ever needed to make it work. You're right. He probably wouldn't accept it, but he probably should. But he's not going to. Okay. And and, and then Bruno uh, just got kicked off the Brazilian national team uh, for refusing to enter a game twice and uh probably don't see him uh i mean hey, it wasn't really it, isn't that it effective good that he has a little scotty pippen in him <laughs> yeah that's about all the scotty pippen he's got in him uh okc mitch mcgarry uh his, he was already been waived jordan adams has already been waived by memphis womp womp. <laughs> rod rodney hood with the utah jazz the 23rd overall pick so this is an interesting one because hood turns 25 pretty soon he's a little bit older because he spent some time at duke low cap hold 7.2 million so his cap hold is about half of dante exum and but it doesn't look like the jazz are going to like they could use cap space and all that so i have a lot of trouble figuring out a value for you rodney because I'm a big fan of your talent, have been for a long time. That's why we gave you playing time early in your career, despite drafting you in the 20s. And you you just haven't all put it all together. So we do really like you, and we think that you can be a starter in the league, but we don't know that definitively yet, even with Gordon Hayward being gone. We still don't know exactly how you're going to fit uh, in. With- let me stop this spiel. It's not going in a direction I like. And if you're not, you know what I consider starter money to be. If you're not going to be like solidly in the high teens, then just forget about it high teens so you're talking like okay because we were we were uh, our initial proposal was going to be four years 52 million so about 13 a year yeah no that's that's insulting you have to remember i'm the only guy you have on this team who can score from the perimeter this year like i'm gonna i'm gonna i could average like 20 points a game this year like i could put up a lot of stats you could and, it's possible i mean you you could be again and he falls into a different category as a scorer because he can do more with the ball in his hands than these other two guards and also can play some three as well at six eight so i i'm not as concerned about the market there that there are teams who are going to want me to actually be a solid score and and your plan with rudy gobert is that you're trying to compete so you can't afford to lose me in we're not going to lose you we're not we're not worried we're not worried about losing you we just think that the difference between you and some of the uh, and some of the other guys is that yes a guy like tim hardaway jr who you are significantly better than got a lot of money but the knicks aren't going to have cash this year you're you're looking at a very different market here and some of the teams even that have money are spendthrift teams like the bulls like yeah maybe the bulls are interested in you I, I when they start poning up for for rodney hood we'll be ready to match the offer so we'll go low at this point and then just be ready to match and we think that you are a great player but i don't think anybody's going to fall in love with you enough that you're going to be their number one priority and so we think you'll end up coming to an agreement like this even if you have a good year yeah a lot of agents are going to be mad at gary harris for taking that four for 68 rodney hood's agent apparently among them um 
but wait, that's me. So I'm angry <laughs> at myself. In other words, I, I think, you know, it's got to go more than 15 million though, uh, or I'm not even going to think about it, Danny. Right. And, that, and that's right where, right where I would push it in, as an absolute. But so, yeah, I mean, would you, so then the other, the, kind of like the maximum that I had in my head was four for 62. So that's 15 and a half a year. If that's, if, if that's in range, then we can have a, a conversation. But I, when I heard you say high teens, I was thinking you were more in the like 18 range. Well, I think it would have to get up there. I would be willing to go in the 15, 16 range if we could get the player option. Otherwise, it would be 17 or 18. Let's see if Especially we Especially can... because I, I was an older rookie. So being able to get back onto the market after three years it would be very important to me. Okay, what about what about 466? So that's 16 and a half million, but have a little bit of team protection on that. You have battled some injury stuff. So maybe that last year is half guaranteed or maybe a little more than half guaranteed just in case. But that's with no player option either correct so, so we don't we don't want to we don't want to give you a player option yeah well then you have to pay more and that's what more is to us it's more than we initially offered it's more than our second offer well if you could give me the exact same contract that gary harris got you got me otherwise i'm not doing it four for 60 no, no, yeah so 468 but none of this non-guarantee bullshit okay then we're gonna we're gonna let you see see what you do on the market all right what do you th- what do you think of that one dan i with his the injury problems that he's had i was very tempted to take it and the gary harris contract that's an interesting one i mean if who do you think is the better player harris or hood Ooh, that's a that's a good one i'm, I'm a big fan of both uh i don't know i i Just like to depend, both. depends harris, what you need right if you need like, scoring maybe it's hood but and harris obviously has been much healthier right I and mean, that probably pushes harris over the top i think hood's been you know the best yeah. If he's not, he's worth less. So it, it seems to be the right ballpark. Uh, the whole player option discussion, just to make a broader point, I think it's kind of interesting because I think teams, whether it's in these extension negotiations or in uh, restricted free agency next year, and players, when they're negotiating this, there's kind of this dynamic where players are going to be a little fed up because they're not going to make as much as they would believe based on what their peers got the last couple of years. And, and so they might really want these player options where they can get back on the market and that could just be a way to keep them happy. Like to say like, yeah, it didn't work out this time, but you'll get a next time sooner or yeah. or in time. it. On the other hand, teams could look to say, hey, we've got you cornered. Not only are we going to get you out of bargain price this year, we're going to lock into that for four or if it's in restricted free agency, five more years uh, and really get you and hang on to you through your prime at a bargain. Uh, so I don't know who's going to give or take more in those scenarios. Yeah, I mean, we could even see some team options or, or non-guarantees that come into play as well on some of the final years of these deals uh yeah i mean that that was kind of the hope is just like hey as an agent if i'm going to try and go back and sell these to my clients that like at least give me some sort of a carrot where i can get this guy to take this deal to where it's like okay all right hey look you didn't get what you wanted this time but at least now there's some hope that you will soon all right, let's do uh, one more quick ad here and then we'll be back to finish this out and, and give some of our closing thoughts I want to take a moment to bring back a familiar sponsor, Blinds.com. A lot of times you don't really think about them, but when they're right, everything in your home looks better. My girlfriend and I have actually been looking at potential houses to buy. And when they don't have blinds or they have bad blinds, my landlord right now is super cheap and we have really bad blinds and it's so annoying. When they're not good, everything looks bad in your house. But you really want to go to the store and check out a bunch of blinds. I don't even know what kinds there are. I don't know what's a good kind or a bad kind to buy. I also don't consider myself especially handy so i think i would rather make some more podcasts for you guys or watch some more games instead of go install some blinds so blinds.com makes things really easy they offer a free online design consultation if you need help getting started 
I worked with Danielle at blinds.com, got some blinds installed at my rental property in the city. Danielle was great working with my tenant to select blinds that worked great within our price range. Another buddy of mine used blinds.com as well for his place in the Boston area. They got some great blackout curtains. His wife has trouble sleeping, so she's sleeping much better since they got those. All you have to do is send in a picture of your home and you can get custom professional recommendations in returns. They'll send you free sample to make sure everything looks just as good in person. Their shipping is free. And if you mismeasure or you pick the wrong color, blinds.com will remake your blinds for free. The way to get started with them for a limited time, get 20% off everything at blinds.com when you use that promo code CAPSPACE. That's blinds.com, promo code CAPSPACE for 20% off everything. Faux wood blinds, cellular shades, roller shades, and more. Blinds.com, promo code CAPSPACE. Rules and restrictions apply. Shabazz Napier was on the heat, drafted number 24. LeBron's favorite player in the draft somehow did not entice him to stay in miami now in portland any kind of an offer that that you can make i think you know i maybe i could become a backup point guard someday <laughs> new phone who dis <laughs> uh i like the way dan says it better yeah. clint capella in houston this will this one will get interesting oh, Jesus. for sure this is the one i've been dreading yeah well you know i'm better than yusuf nurkic and he just got four for 70 65 million guaranteed yes but we as the houston rockets have a lot more options than the blazers do because the blazers foolhardedly committed a lot of money during the summer of 2016 to inferior players to the players that we committed to in the summer of 2016 and so we still have flexibility even though they do not and the concern for us is this you have a much lower cap hold your cap hold is only about seven million dollars and so what that means is if we commit to this there's a chance that chris paul is going to leave we don't want him to leave but if if he leaves then we're going to actually have some cap space to work with and your hold would be a very important part of that you will be a houston rocket for the next four years but if we commit to that now, then we've sacrificed all that flexibility and we don't know exactly why. So we do see you as a starter. We see you as our starter for the long term, but we're going to make you a starting offer of four years and $50 million. Well, your concerns about the cap space to me, that's a canard. Oh, wait, sorry, because... sorry. I, I did my math wrong. It was $15 million a year for four years. Sorry, that's more money. Oh, okay. So, so four, four for 60? Yeah, sorry. My math was bad. Okay. Well, well nonetheless, your concerns about the cap space are a canard because chris paul is uh you know even if he leaves with my cap hold and ariza's cap hold you're still right at the cap and even if ariza leaves you only really have 13 million in space probably not even enough to to want to bother operating under the cap as opposed to over and using your exceptions so i think that that whole thing about like you're going to use space to get some other people in next year if paul leaves very very unlikely you're also not going to be operating like that um so four for 60 i think that's not quite enough just because of the potential that i have defensively like you don't really have another way because i at least am a two-way center right i can get up for some alley-oops get on the offensive glass great finisher around the rim and then i can play some defense block shots move my feet on the perimeter as well two-way centers are difficult to find even in this market i like you're there are a lot of centers out there that are just kind of average guys but i'm not an average guy i can do do it on both ends I'm hoping to get 17 and a half million a year. I think I'm, I've done better than Yusuf Nurkic in my career so far. So you go four for 70, uh, you've got yourself a deal, Houston. So I think we, as far as we would go is exactly between those two offers or almost a little bit. So we'll do 66 million for four years. We think that's a very fair, fair offer. We're not as leveraged as they are. And the center market is very, even with Nurkic being off the market, it's going to be full. And yes, you, you can make an argument that you're better than Nerlens Noel, but the problem 
problem with that is that Nerlens Noel is going to be unrestricted, so he'll be probably come off the market before a team gets to you. So we think 466 is totally fair. That's as far as we'll go. All right, you got a deal there. Feldman? Yeah, I think that's good value for the Rockets. Like, I, I think they come out ahead. I just wonder with the way the center market is that maybe they could have come out even further ahead, like that they could have put the squeeze on on Capella a little more. Now, you don't want to squeeze too hard if you're getting a player who's going to be good value for you. Like, you don't want to risk something uh, worse happening. So I don't necessarily mind the deal. I just do think there probably was a little room, like with the Trailblazers with Nurkic, to squeeze a little harder. Uh, I'd also add that the idea of being 13 million under the cap is more meaningful now than it was like to have just a little bit more space than the mid-level exception uh is going to mean a lot more because as we talked about before there are only going to be a few teams with a, a ton of cap space so to be in that mix to be able to uh take your pick of of anybody who's looking at the mid-level exception or even maybe to convince a, a better free agent to take a small discount to join your team i think there's a lot of value in that yeah they could also potentially move move on from ryan anderson as well who would only have two years left on his deal at that point maybe a first rounder would be enough at that point i don't think so but uh especially because i, I mean uh, we've seen how few teams have have uh, 20 million in space and are they really going to want to just tie it up for a houston first rounder uh, to take on anderson for the next two years it seems somewhat unlikely um all right, so we could, we've got uh, P.J. Hairston. He's already out of the league. Bogdan Bogdanovich actually just signed now with Sacramento. C.J. Wilcox uh, also had his rookie option decline. And then Josh Hustis, you'll recall, didn't actually sign until 2015 because he had made that deal where he was going to play in the D-League for a year first. So that leaves us with uh, Kyle Anderson in San Antonio. What do you got for me? Uh, we like you, but we think that the restricted market could actually really come to our advantage. And even if you sign the qualifying offer, we'd be totally fine with that. So we'll offer you three years, seven million total, but we expect that you won't take that. No, I suppose not. And I mean, that's uh, very unlikely that I think that any offer would be made by San Antonio with some of the cap space machinations they may want to make. Um, so, all right. Who do you think got the best deal as a player? Uh, for me, it's probably Nurkic. We, yeah. uh, it's Nur- Nurkic is Nurkic is probably there. I mean, for me, Wiggins is is another one. But again, we've talked about how how I value him is different than how other people do. But probably Nurkic. Yeah, I was leaning a little toward Wiggins slightly over Nurkic, but I I think it's those two. Yeah, well, I think Wiggins will have would have more of a market. Uh, True. Although I agree, just in terms of like what kind of a player he's actually going to be, and then. Uh, yeah, I thought Orlando did well to get Aaron Gordon for what he got. And it was it was interesting to see the guys who are just kind of, all right, you know, this guy probably could mature into a solid starter. Four for 70 seemed basically about the going rate. Four for 65. That's what Aaron Gordon got. Four for 70. Uh, that is what Nurkic got. That's what basically Gary Harris got. Four for 68. Rodney Hood got four for 66 uh, offered, but then ended up re- rejecting it because the last season wasn't fully guaranteed capella four for 66 so really pretty much every single one of these extensions was in that range and the only guy who did an extension or i think we had two that were below 15 million a year which i kind of view as average starter money that was marcus smart at the four for 50 and doug mcdermott at the three for 20 i, I thought both doug mcdermott actually did that was way well too much oh yeah he 20. probably did the best that i i should have made a lower offer there that was a mistake on my part um yeah well i mean i at least appreciate you playing along with the purposes of the game uh which player took the worst deal hmm 
Gary Harris? I think Aaron Gordon, probably. Yeah. One of those two. Bebe Nogueira. But he didn't <laughs> by, take it. But not, well, are we including the who, who passed up? Oh, yeah, yeah, the three for eight. Yeah, that's true. Probably. If uh, I would have if I would have known the Spurs were only off setting the market at three for seven with Kyle Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, all right. Oh, so I, 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 yeah, I have ahead, one sorry. quick question, which is this. So of the players that agreed to deals, who do you think will sign an extension that differs the most from the number we agreed to? My answer, is, my answer is Aaron Gordon. I feel like he's just going to get money. I don't know. It, the changeover in front office maybe shifts that, but I feel like his like he'll get something like four for 80, even though I'm not sure he that's the right deal for him. I mean, Wiggins. Yeah, Gord, yeah go ahead. Oh, I guess we did. We ended up with five years for Wiggins. Yeah, we yes. did. Yeah, yeah, he got the four plus one at, at the max. Yeah, I mean, I think you could certainly make the argument that Harris Hood, who didn't sign his deal, but I think he would get a higher offer than what actually was made. Uh, and Gordon. Gordon. those oh, are the three yeah yeah actually that's i think that's a good one he he you know i think he will get something that's oh like, and i thought i thought feldman i understood why he did it but i thought he played excessive hardball with jabari yeah four for 30 was just like comically comically low I thought. but i enjoy i enjoy dan's hardball and it, it's such a nice comp it's such a nice contrast to what i usually do well i i will say that you know four for 30 but another option was just saying like no like you just you just suffered your second acl tear like there is no extension offer coming. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying you were. I'm not saying it was unjustified. I'm just saying it, I would have gone. <laughs> I, I would have gone more for something in the 15 million dollar range and just said, yeah, there's a risk this becomes nothing. But the Bucks are so tied up now that it's like you might as well tie it up in a guy who's actually good. Yeah, and a way it's a way that he could become tradable on that contract. He could at least like not kill you on the tax there. So. Well, so and that actually that's a good. I'm happy you brought that up because one of the ideas that I've had with Jabari is I really like him but i also don't think that the that the bucks are necessarily the right long-term place for him just because of what Giannis might end up becoming if he becomes a four yeah. and so if you could get him for like 15 million and he has a good first year then all of a sudden he's an asset on that contract and you can get a guy who fits better one thing i do think though that we could focus on a little bit more here is that i do think some of these teams will have the motivation to get a deal done just to lock in cost certainty because they are tax averse where you'd say okay you know what like yeah this might be a little bit more than we'd like to pay right now but at least we're eliminating the downside risk of this guy gets so much that now we're in the tax and we have to do all this other stuff to get out of the tax at least we can lock in cost certainty and we don't have to worry about the tax as, know, i think that that could be a motivator for some as of these funny things. as it sounds that was actually part of what i was thinking about with nurkish yeah just because the idea that if maybe somebody goes around and just goes, yeah, we'll throw him 20 to 22 million, like that difference would be huge for the Blazers. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think we're, we're done here. Dan, Danny, thanks as always for coming on and uh we'll be back with more awesome content soon enough follow those guys on twitter at danny larue and at dan feldman nba also got a few new initiatives that patreon we've been putting out cap projections on nearly a daily basis still danny and i got that mailbag that's out now and we also encourage you to check out our sponsors list at nateduncannba.com and there's also actually a new way to support the show as well there's an amazon banner ad on nateduncannba.com if you click on that if you just anything you're gonna buy on amazon if you're gonna buy it anyway if you want to help us out and support the show just click to amazon through that ad and then just buy what you're gonna buy anyway you actually would uh help us out a little bit and uh also get the same thing that you're gonna get to begin with so thanks again so much for listening and we'll talk to you all next time till then